Excavation is experiential innovation, the approach for beginning to think in a wholly new way and develop new ways to experience life itself. This podcast is therefore all about raising human consciousness. Each episode, I, your host, Gordon Montgomery, build the conversation around a new, more philosophical and indeed spiritual path forward through the overlap of chaos and order for you, society and humanity at large. This path I'm calling Wave 21 and exists now within an exponentially more challenging agenda that's coming within the 21st century. This is your positive wake-up call. If you feel so inclined, please support us at patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash exovation. Thank you very much. So this is probably my favorite uh, domain or um, aspect of the helpers can, um, shall we say, paradigm. So if you remember from um, the uh, intro to this season, season two, uh, we're looking at 10 areas under an acronym, I guess that's the right word, uh, helpers can, H-E-L-P-E-R-S-C-A-N, each of them standing for an area of human experience, all within um, my promise as a futurist to uh, provide access for you raising your consciousness through exovation, which is a system I've developed um, specifically over the last decade, but really during my whole 50 years on the planet, uh, and exovation is experiential innovation. Anyway, lifestyle is the L, H-E-L, so healthcare, education, lifestyle, lifestyle choice. Life is a choice. What is life? It's a choice. Uh, <laughs> so um, just looking at this area and raising our consciousness, um, our level of consciousness around, um, you know, this idea, just life is a gift. You know, we're given a life. Like here's one human, one life. Here we go. Um, so just kind of looking at life as a gift and what are you going to do with the gift? You know, there's many things you can, you can do. Um, the, uh, I, I guess, you know, the first step here is really looking at, uh, quality versus quantity. You know, I think we're, you know, a lot of us conditioned, and this is a theme as well that you'll see throughout, you know, this season and this series of, um, at least 10 episodes of the podcast where we're looking at, you know, the conditioning uh, to operate in a quantity, in a quantum, uh, quantity-based world. Uh, so, you know, uh, kind of everything on that side of the brain, the left side, uh, as we shift to more right-sided, more of a feminine energy, and not necessarily female uh, but a you know a feminine energy uh, that uh, is much less about the quantities and measurement and what am I doing up until ten years old and up till twenty and you know education and you know getting into a job and everything that's you know kind of set up as a as a style of life. So you know uh, what we've seen recently, we start looking at uh, all these different cohorts uh, you know that are coming through, particularly the millennials who are kind of much maligned, the much maligned millennials. Uh, one of the things we know about them is uh, they, you know, I guess they were coming of age around the year 2000. And so a lot of millennials right now in 2019, when I'm recording this, are, um, 
they're they're getting you know they're approaching 40 you know and they are probably the biggest cohort certainly uh, in the United States, um, potentially worldwide, that we've ever seen. Uh, not only that, you know, the boomers were, you know, the kind of post-war baby boom group, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, they were very big, but maybe not as connected, not as social. They certainly did not have social media. And uh, we're seeing interesting things with the this millennial group, their style of life, um, you know, and given the the Gen Y or millennials, as they're more commonly called, um, you know, what they're doing is, uh, you know, they're becoming the mass of society, right? A lot of what millennials think and feel is kind of what numerically, from a quantity perspective, we're all going to start feeling because, you know, they'll be voting as consumers, voting politically, voting, you know, in all sorts of ways of what they want. Um, And of course, there's a backlash from some, you know, Gen X and boomers and others in the workforce, for example, Particularly around you know online, right? Because the, you know, I certainly was around as a Gen X uh, person uh, at my core. Although I think I spread across all the the cohorts to some extent, or at least have an understanding of them. That uh, you know, social media, you know, has this kind of uh, you know place in the um, kind of the world of a millennial where. You know, they're really looking at the kind of the nonsense a lot of the times, you know, the people you connect to and what gets shared. And, you know, um, I've even experienced this myself. You know, I've shared one post about something kind of serious or, you know, hey, follow this podcast or whatever it may be, something around my business or coaching or consulting or some service or something like that, that or something I would really love people to be involved with. And, um, you know, not a lot of traction. A lot of that, of course, is I haven't really pushed my marketing that much. I tend not to do that. I may be changing that. But, um, you know, the, the flip side of that is they post the same thing virtually, but you add in a ridiculous picture or video, you know, of a, a cat doing backflips or, you know, uh, a baby falling over or whatever it is. And, you know, huge uh, amount of social media connection for that, relatively speaking. So uh, I think a lot of the millennials are like, what is this nonsense? Like, what is this? you know, Instagram models and all of the, you know, uh, things and people getting outraged over everything and, you know, just keyboard warriors, um, you know, all of this kind of social media thrill, like just kind of feeding our, you know, thrill factor, serotonin or whatever in the brain of like, oh, well, I'll show them and I'll, you know, with about like a couple of thousand followers and who cares, even the people who have millions of followers, you know, there's a lot of haters on their uh, comments and, so you sort of think about your lifestyle. What is the quality of your lifestyle? And a lot of it is to do with your connection, like who you're connected to and what you're doing and just doing the work, you know? A lot of folks that are disengaging from social media and want days off and things like that and away and, you know, leaving Facebook and all that sort of stuff or changing. I have one friend who, you know, had millions of followers online and cut everything all the way back, you know, to kind of less than a thousand or even just people that they knew in person. Um, this is someone who really used social media for a lot of their work. So the, I guess there's two parts to that as a kind of raising your consciousness around your lifestyle, you know, start playing the long game. Like what is your big vision for your life? Like, you know, what would it look like? Not online, offline, you know, you, your life, what is the long game? What's the big picture? How do all the pieces, you know, connect together and sort of an ecosystem of your life and not an ego system, uh, where you know you're being driven by I've got to do all these things. No, you don't. <laughs> you know, 
Um, I can certainly remember the life before, you know, all these devices and, and so forth. And I, I'm a big advocate of the technology. I think it's fantastic. It can reach a lot of people. A lot of ways to use it. And it's just getting clear that a lot of people online are performing, right? They're, as a performance coach, I know this, right? Uh, but no, they're performing. They're putting, you know, they're being authentic, but they're being an authentic version of themselves. They're not being themselves. You know, you see them in real life and, you know, they're quite different. Um, so, you know, that's kind of one thing to start thinking about. Like, what is your long game? What's your big vision? What style of life do you want to have? How would you design the style of your life? Like anything else that has a certain style to it, how do you design it? You know, not just as a quantity, but as a quality. And then we start looking at what we're going to start seeing here in the near future is, you know, what spaces do we occupy? You know, do you go to an office? You know, or do we have nine to five anymore? Uh, there's a push uh, I've heard to... Um, just moved to, you know, summertime as the, you know, no, no daylight saving time anymore. And, um, you know, moving to that kind of, you know, time not changing. And, uh, you know, is it really, you know, what is, you know, I guess the question would be around success. Like, what do you say success is? Uh, what does that look like for you? Um, yeah, and of course, what's sitting right there is uh, corporate America and all these structures. Well, it's highly likely in what we're calling Wave 21 around here, the uh, shift and dramatic change in the world uh, around the economy as automation comes in. We'll talk more about that in the uh, po uh, politics uh, episode, which is coming next, H-E-L-P for politics. But, you know, as this wave of change comes in the 21st century, what is success going to look like? And it's an inside job. That's a big theme here. It's an inside job. Go inside and put what's inside of you outside in the world. You can now do that. It's now possible. Success can look completely different from where it is. You know, and there are ways to do that quickly and slowly. I recommend getting a coach or consultant or, you know, connecting with other friends. It's so easy now to research and find and do the right work. That's so you're actually happy and successful financially in all the other ways that, that people, you know, kind of talk about. So, you know, one of the things to start looking at is, you know, this idea of your attention. Like, where are you giving your attention? Where are you putting it? And working with that kind of smallest possible group as, um, um, you know, Seth Godin talks about, you know, I call it the minimal viable client, MVC, like doing work that is just with a very, you know, your very best work. I mean, Seth Godin, you know, I just highly recommend G-O-D-I-N, Seth Godin. Um, he's got a new book out, I think, called This Is Marketing. And I'm getting much more focused on marketing and brand myself. And, uh, you know, uh, something I've never really done personally. And, uh, you know, uh, I think one of the things to start looking at is like, you know, most of this uh, online media now, I mean, of course, the TV and everybody has been doing it for years. But the idea is to get your attention. Like, what are you giving your attention to? Because where your energy flows, your attention goes, right? And uh, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So, you know, what are you focusing on? What are you spending time on if you want to get more energy and more of your life being, you know, exciting and running your life like a project with different aspects to it, including your work, rest, play, and community? Actually, with my private clients, we build out a matrix of four by four 
energy uh, visions or projects and that's their life and it's can it be anything up to you know even a five or ten year plan inside of 16 projects and we just run it like a project uh, so that you make sure you have the things in your pro in your project in your life that you want to have in there right from a high level vision right down to action we use a, a structure to design your lifestyle called vista v-i-s-t-a uh, vision initiative strategy tactics action right now so why who hire what are you doing now? And the question really is like, what are you pursuing? Like, what are you chasing after? There's nothing to chase, a- chase after at all. You've got it all already. Who are you? That's the big question. It's a big theme here for the podcast. Who are you on the inside? It's an inside job. And then there's just, you know, as you start mapping out the projects of your life and matrixing that out and having your life start emerging, it's just taking care of the time management and syncing everything up. Like, you know, if you need more sleep, get more sleep. You know, you don't have to work like Gary Vee and people like that, oh, you know, hustle, hustle. And yeah, okay, that's definitely a really good message that like you got to do the work at that end of the spectrum. And you've also got to, you know, factor in some life stuff, right? If you spend 10 years, do you know, minimizing everything and doing nothing else but work, 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 you know, you'll kind of go crazy and you'll miss out in those 10 years. So, you also don't need to party every weekend, right? Like, oh, I'm missing out on these years. These are my party years. No, let me tell you, you can party in your 50s. It's not a problem. Um, you know, looking after your health and well-being and, uh, you know, really detoxifying your body and focusing on what's really important to you. You can start syncing up uh, in your calendar. That's all you need is a Google calendar and syncing everything up and having a, a, ta- um, a task system, which is just one long backlog of all the ideas and breaking all of those ideas that you come up with down into smaller steps and start experimenting and trying them on. So um, anyway, just picking it back up to raising your consciousness around your lifestyle, you know, like you might find you just, you've been resisting. There's a resistance to your true nature. That's what to get, you know, like, actually designing your life like it's a piece of art like it's a creative endeavor and live your life as an example like this podcast is an example of me living my life as a an artistic creative person I've never thought of myself that way at all my master's was in software engineering even my language you know bachelor's was in uh, really in linguistics and you know french and german and so forth and learning Russian and a bunch of other languages, um, you know, and looking at, you know, the political and the cultural and psychological aspects, even later looking at neuropsychological and neuroeconomics uh, you know, side of, um, of life. And, you know, you've got to live your art. You've got to live your art. That's what we're here to do is like actually kind of authentically with enthusiasm, be inspirational and do your work. Do your work, do the work, right? And so the work is really a very clear um, uh, piece as a, as a mm, take your vision and break it down to initiatives. Why, then who, then how, then what, and what are you doing now, like right now, today? And then having a way to, you know, style your life where every day you're checking in, you know, at the end of the day, like, what did I do? What did I not do? You know, keeping that on track and then go again, set up the next day and run that and then do a review and reset at the end of the day for that and so on, right? I've talked about this in season one, much more specifically. So season two is really about raising your consciousness around these areas. Your lifestyle, your whole lifestyle can be something you can own and be accountable for. 
and not just be conditioned by what is outside there in the world. My goodness. Um, you know, maybe I'll start having to put the explicit tag on this podcast because, uh, <laughs> you know, um, why don't you have a laptop lifestyle? Why don't you have the lifestyle and business that you want? Um, I believe, uh, I think it's a Japanese, uh, I should get this right. I'm sure someone will comment on this. People always pick up on these small things for some reason, but um, I think it's called Ikigai. But it's really looking at one way to look at life is like, you know, what are you good at? What are you passionate at? What will make money and so forth? It's like four different areas that kind of overlap. I'm not that tied up on, on any of these things, but it's something you can kind of look into. Like, you know, what are the overlaps of all the different things you could be doing that are coming from inside of you? Like, who are you spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically? And then realizing there's a 21st century wave coming at us of automation and uh, advanced intelligence or you know AI, I mean, they call it artificial. Uh, it is intelligence, an extension of our own intelligence, hybridizing with that. You know, it is a spectrum. There's a whole spectrum out there of shifts and changes. You know, uh, some people are not going to be affected at all. I mean, you look at you know uh, Ma in China, who's you know kind of heading up uh, Jack Ma, who's heading up um, Alibaba, I believe he's Jack, and then Elon Musk, of course, on that uh, you know and all the work that he's doing. Um, you know, um, there's a lot that we can do. We can all be that type of person. It's actually in our own domain. It's really narrowing our niche or an American niche, I guess. I'm going to keep saying niche though. Um, because, uh, you know, we have the ability, we have the power, you know, everybody has access to all knowledge and knowing things is not going to make the difference at all right it doesn't come like i'm in my 50s now, i can tell you i have a certain clairvoyance and i've been training myself more and more in seeing clearly in clairvoyance and uh, the shamanic approach energetically to drawing down you know the light of the universe and shining it on what we're doing and you know you don't have to buy into any of that kind of woo-woo side of things at all uh, literally, though, what is mainly guiding us is invisible. You know, um, you know, we're starting to look at what black holes really are, and there's actually energy that does leave black holes. But some of them are, you know, absolutely huge. And in the nothingness is everything. They kind of store information, data, knowledge, and wisdom of the universe. And what you can actually do is by pulling the invisible around in front of you, you make it visible and it actually then disappears. When you actually see what's actually been, you've been resisting, what's been in your way, typically something emotional about what's going on. You haven't taken the actions. You don't take the action to get the results. You get the results. You haven't got the feedback. You don't know if, you know, if you push, uh, you know, is it going to push back or is it going to work? And I'll tell you this, it's in the area of your resistance, uh, it's a great book, by the way, you should definitely look into, is, um, I think the guy's name's Pressfield, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, shout out to Joe Rogan, um, uh, a long time ago, I, I think, but anyway, uh, the, the book is called The uh, War of Art, uh, obviously a, a nod to The Art of War by uh, Sun Xu, but um, yeah, the the war of art and uh, it really talks about this resistance very accessible very quick to read book and uh, we can disappear we can actually dissolve that which is in front of us so you, your lifestyle can literally be you know working from home working from a beach we're traveling the world you know getting a side hustle while you're still in your job and transitioning out getting a coach to start really looking at what is inside of you like who really are you like what 
Who is the you that has never got to be because you had to do the education, you had to do the corporate job, you had to raise the kids? All brilliant things. You def- That's amazing. I, I'm profoundly touched, moved, and inspired, as <laughs> some people say. Uh, I'm provi- profoundly moved uh, by uh, folks who, who dedicate themselves in that way and follow the system. You know, we need those people too. There are some of you out there, and typically I speak to probably a more you know, kind of uh, 25 to 45-year-old white male that's college-educated, probably in a technology job. I was like, what in the F am I doing? Like, what's available for me? You know, what's coming next? And I'll tell you, nothing. What we've, what we've been doing, a lot of the uh, kind of the automation is actually taking away the promise uh, that was available for that group of people. Like, you know, the masculine energy, male or female, obviously, the masculine energy uh, is all about systemically moving forward, achieving, you know, performing, all of that. And it's certainly a lot of the energy that I bring to the work that I do. And there's, a, of course, a feminine component to that, too, that has it really work. And that's what we're moving into. The whole phase we're moving into is bringing much more of that right brain, creativity, art, feminine, inclusion, you know, getting things lined up correctly uh, to be holistic and to be multi-dimensional, and having those those shifts, you know, come out into the world. So it's actually possible. You can uh, go out into the future and look backwards from an ideal life. Why? Why didn't you do that? Why don't you just design on it? No one's asking you to actually get in action, right? Just the only action is like sketch out your ecosystem on a you know a piece of paper, like you at the center. What are some things you like to do, like? writing well you can do that online you know uh i'd like to talk to people well you can go talk give talks for free and practice that uh start a podcast they're super anchor.fm brilliant Uh, that's what i use uh at the moment um you know uh start helping the homeless so you know start getting involved in politics uh getting involved in you know maybe just even inside of your own work just as a you know something on the edge right that uh a lot of the computing, by the way, is moving into edge computing. You no know, artificial intelligence, machine learning, that's a done deal. A lot of this technology is just going to roll out in whatever way. Like the issues are really the ethical ones of how is this really going to work for humanity because the technology is going to keep coming. I, I know those folks and my friends who are doing this work uh, are working night and day, long, hard hours to really make this technology come you know, to light and it's happening across many domains. It's going to come simultaneously. It's going to feel like over a space of a few years um, you know, with an economic downturn, possibly in the summer of 2019, maybe August or so. You know, our lifestyle choices you know, could alter a lot. And so this is what we talk about within excavation is like with wave 21 the wave of the 21st century of automation that's coming in like what are you going to do how if you do a little research you'll find what's coming how does that impact you look at the world economic forum reports look at oxford university reports look at the people who are really looking at the future 10 20 30 years out in the future i only look out to about you know 2030 so about 10 years out i believe any further is we really can't predict and i'm not really in the job of predicting but um here's the thing you can design your life like if you know what's coming if you know who you really are on the inside if you know the external you know general trends and you know who you are who you really are spiritually mentally emotionally physically and that only takes some meditation so it's calming your mind i'm really thinking about what would really make a difference for you you can really start 
doing that, this is where we can raise our consciousness. When you raise your consciousness, you can ride that wave in whatever way you want. I talk a lot about surfing the wave. Uh, those that don't will be crushed by it. And uh, I think, well, we'll probably just leave it right there. So till next time, thanks. Bye for now. Oh, and two other quick things. Uh, if you're on iTunes, if you could uh, give me some stars and a comment, I hear that that helps uh, spread the word about the podcast. And uh, I think if you're on anchor.fm, uh, that you can uh, favorite me and uh, it tells me that you can leave a voice message for requests for podcasts or comments and stuff like that so any interaction like that would be great and finally you can find me at gmeta g-m-e-t-a at g-m-e-t-a on twitter for uh keeping up to date with what i'm thinking about uh i'll be building a new twitter account pretty soon too so that's it for now bye